Welcome to the Fantasy Football Show. Now, unlike uh, some other organizations, we do allow copious amounts of drinking here. The show to tune to for fantasy football knowledge. So if any of you took Doug Martin early, there are flasks over there on the table. It's the Fantasy Football Show with Jeff Meller. Dear Lord, please help homeless friends understand that make-believe computer football is no excuse for using the internet to be mean. This is the Fantasy Football Show on Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN 1000, ESPN Chicago app, and 100.3 HD2. Here and it is a huge week in fantasy football. At this point, you've probably only got two two weeks left in your regular season, which for most folks means you are setting up your playoff position or at least striving to get that last win, or maybe you need a couple of wins just to get in. Hopefully, you've got two regular season weeks left because if this is your last week, your regular season, week 14 is going to be chaotic for you because there's still four bye weeks remaining. It is a bit of a nightmare if you start your playoffs next week. But that's something we can't do anything about right now. What we can do is give you the best information to help you get a win and hopefully get into your playoffs, whether they start in week 14 or 15. This is the Fantasy Football Show. I'm Jeff Meller here with you every Sunday morning from 8 to 9 a.m., taking your calls and giving you all the latest fantasy football information you need to know as you get set to set your lineup for this week 13. 312-332-3776 if you'd like to participate via the phone lines. You can also hit me up on Twitter. I'm at Jeff underscore Meller. That's M-E-L-L-E-R. Away we go. It's time to get things underway on the Fantasy Football Show. Jeff Meller gets it going with first and ten. All right, so we have a bunch of injuries everybody aware about let's get them all started with uh, a huge running back issue in minnesota and now with eight seconds and a timeout remaining in second and ten and zone cook has got it this time touchdown new orleans with three seconds left in the half delvin cook in that uh, highlight there big Obviously, he's out. I know Mike Zimmer was trying to play coy, but it was pretty apparent that Delvin Cook was not going to be available, at, this, at least for this week. And it seems like pretty good chance that he's out next week as well with that shoulder issue, which means that Alexander Madison, for the most part, I think is a must-start if you have him. Whether or not you're a Cook owner, it doesn't matter. I think Alexander Madison is a top-10 play the way Vikings generally use your running backs. So uh, for the most part, I think you have to use Alexander Madison if uh, you have him. High formation with Gordon, who has to bounce, and now this is the play they need. Gordon is going to get toward the end zone and in. (laughs) So this is a huge opportunity today. Melvin Gordon was listed as doubtful. It was always trending in this direction, but 
good news because we have the news early. The Denver Broncos play in Kansas City tonight at Arrowhead Stadium. That's the Sunday night game on NBC. Melvin Gordon has already now been downgraded to out, which means that it is a huge opportunity for Javante Williams to have a big day today. I expect Javante Williams to show what he's shown all year. He's a very capable running back and with a bigger workload. I think he's a very strong fantasy play today. So if he's on your roster, he's one of those guys who you may have had an issue using for the most part this year because you knew that the touches were limited with Gordon in the backfield. Looks like Javante Williams is in line for a 20 or a 20-plus touch day today, especially if the Broncos want to keep the Chiefs' offense off the field and shorten the game as much as possible. I think Javante Williams is a very strong play based on the amount of touches I expect him to get today. Here's the handoff. Swift trying to get down. Dale Swift breaks away. DeAndre Swift. Touchdown, Lions. 57 yards. Really, the only good part about the Lions' offense all season has been DeAndre Swift. He's really been the only bright spot. He is out again this week after suffering the injury that he did against the Bears on Thanksgiving Day, which means that Jamal Williams, who's come back into the fold the last couple of weeks, is the likely featured back for the Lions. Honestly, now this is not a situation like we had in the previous two with Madison and Javante Williams where you just plug him right in. I think Jamal Williams is a preferred flex play at this point and maybe a solid RB2 because of the expected workload, but we know that the Detroit Lions offense is not going to provide a whole lot of scoring opportunities for Williams, so not quite the plug-and-play, but certainly not a possibility with some of the increased numbers we expect to see for Jamal Williams today. Garoppolo has time, stands in, going deep, going for it all, and it's caught for the touchdown on fourth down, Debo Samuel for six. So my man Tyler Aki decided to go with a uh, rare receiving touchdown for Debo Samuel these days. He's been such an impact player out of the backfield. I noted last week quite a bit. He is clearly their best runner in the backfield. He has suffered a groin injury. He is out and I do, I am concerned that the 49ers' entire offense without Debo Samuel is going to struggle, struggle a bit today. Unfortunately, Garoppolo struggles to throw the ball outside of the numbers, and Debo Samuel has really been the factor for them to get things going because of his ability to run on the outside. They really haven't had an effective passing game. I'm concerned about options like George Kittle and Elijah Mitchell. You would think it would play to their benefit that they might have more touches, but if the offense isn't functioning as productively as you would like, that's going to eat into their scoring opportunities. So, But I'll admit, even though I'm concerned about Kittle and Mitchell, I cannot put them on the bench in most formats because they're still going to be better plays, and they have a pretty enticing matchup in Seattle today. So the big news, obviously, Debo Samuel's out. If you have Kittle, Mitchell, and Ayuk, I would cons- I would still use them, but I am concerned and I'm going to be watching the San Francisco 49ers offense closely to take a look and see what happens because if it looks bad and Debo is out a second week, which is certainly on the table for next week, I may have to reconsider how I evaluate Mitchell and Kittle going forward. Third and goal. Carr. The Waller went up and got it. Got the touchdown. Got ourselves a ball game. So we, this was kind of going in that direction. Not a huge surprise that Darren Waller is out. 
after we saw him leave the Thanksgiving game as well, which means that it's time for Foster Moreau, the tight end for the Raiders, to step up. And he's a pretty good pass catcher, so if you're somebody who is in a league that's been maybe sleeping on it a bit, he's certainly a name, too, who I think might have slipped by a lot of people in waivers. So if you're a Darren Waller owner and you haven't already made the move, Foster Moreau is certainly a pretty viable option because of how bad the tight end position is. And because of how bad tight ends are across all of fantasy football, Foster Moreau might be somebody worth snagging for you, even if you're not a Darren Waller owner. So something to keep an eye on today as Darren Waller is officially out for the Raiders. First and goal at the two. Henderson with the carry, fighting for the goal line, and he's in for the touchdown. And the Rams have likely just salted away a 2-0 start with a win on the road. All right, so Daryl Henderson's been a very productive fantasy player, but it sounds like Henderson is in jeopardy of missing to get today's game because of the thigh injury. He's going to uh, test it out and see if he's able to go. Problematic, though, because this is, of course, in Los Angeles at SoFi Stadium. The Rams hosting Jacksonville, which is a great matchup, obviously. But I'm not very, I'm not optimistic right now that Daryl Henderson's going to start today. It's Like I said, it's a 3 o'clock start time. So that puts you in limbo if, unfortunately, you don't have another option to turn to if he is ruled inactive. So my advice, uh, make sure, hopefully, you already grabbed him. But if he's still available, go ahead and scoop up Sony Michelle because he looks like he's in line for a pretty big day. And against Jacksonville today, that's a very strong matchup for him. So Sony Michelle is definitely the guy I'm looking at. It doesn't look like Daryl Henderson is likely to go. But it's, he hasn't been ruled out yet, so you can't completely take it off the table. But again, um, I would be very cautious if you don't have a backup option to turn to in the later games. Trying to avoid their third straight loss. Here's one for Beckham. Got him. Touchdown, Odell Beckham. 54 yards to number three. All right, so that's exactly why you have been tempted to go ahead and start Odell Beckham for that big playability. Without Robert Woods in the lineup, it certainly would seem like Beckham would be a beneficiary, and we saw it. But even though we saw that big, long touchdown last week, he's been dealing with his own issue, a hip injury, I believe. So he's, he's likely to go today, which is good news. We did get that. So that is a positive. And I did see, I believe Ian Rappaport note that they wouldn't be surprised at all to see Beckham play a much larger role in the game plan. So that's encouraging as well. Sounds like Odell Beckham is somebody, if you were on the fence about considering starting, looks like it's probably a pretty good option to go ahead and use him today. Jones on the keep. And Daniel Jones showing his legs, showing his speed, and Jones into the end zone for the touchdown. 34 yards for Daniel Jones, and the Giants strike first. Truly, at this point, you haven't been starting Daniel Jones unless you're in a two-quarterback league and you've been absolutely desperate. But I think the reason it's worth noting is because with Mike Glennon under center today, I want no part of the Giants' offensive players. Nobody, please. I'm passing, if at all possible, especially against a Miami Dolphins defense. That's been pretty good. And at home today, you expect to be a stiff test for the Giants. Honestly, even Saquon Barkley owners, if you've got somebody who's viable at all, I would probably turn to them at this point. I don't feel very good about the way Saquon has looked as of late. And it's not so much him as it is the offense. And without 
Daniel Jones under center today. I am concerned. Right across the middle. Able to pick up the first and a whole lot more. Antonio Brown will not be touched. 62 yards. So it finally seemed like Antonio Brown might be on his way back. And then, of course, we had the fake vaccination card scandal where he's now been suspended three games, three additional games on top of all the games that he's already missed. And it's a pretty big blow because you may say, well, I've been getting by without Antonio Brown to this point. But chances are, if you do own Antonio Brown, you've been very happy with his production when he's been on the field. I believe he's sixth in fantasy wide receiver scoring on a per game basis. So in the games that he plays, he's been very productive and he has gone now for the next three games. So the actionable move here, I think, is if you really do need a roster spot, if you're in a crunch, I do think you can strongly consider going ahead and releasing Antonio Brown at this point. Now, I'm not saying you have to. If you have the room to play around with, you know, you, you may be, if you're, maybe you're fortunate and you have yourself, uh, you're in line to have a bye in the first week of your playoffs. Well, then three weeks from now would actually be the second week of the playoffs for you. So there's a path where I could see potentially using Antonio Brown. But again, that'll be his first game back and officially on the field. So, you know, at this point, we're getting so deep into the season where if you want to move on from Antonio Brown, I can go ahead and co-sign that for you. Hurts, touchdown, Philadelphia. He had two rushing touchdowns last week or on Sunday. He's got two tonight. Boy, this is a pretty tough one for anybody who has ridden Jalen Hurts this season. He's been a beast in fantasy football. Not so much in regular football, but in terms of what he can give you because of his running ability, his rushing touchdowns. He's been awesome. And he has not been ruled out just yet, but it is really looking like we're going in that direction. Gardner, Gardner Minshew has been taking a lot of the first-team snaps this week, including almost all of them on Friday. And so it really does seem like Jalen Hurts is unlikely to go today. Perhaps the Eagles are playing it safe with the idea that they can get by against the New York Jets this week because it is the Jets. So that is a possibility. Maybe that thinking... Um, let's play it safe, be cautious one week, and get him back out on the field next week when we're a little more concerned about uh, who we have to go up against. But it does not look like a great chance for Jalen Hurts to play. Of course, that is a noon game, though, so you'll be able to wait it out and see when the inactives roll in at 10.30 today. But it looks like Gardner Minshew probably going to be under center. Sounds like Boston Scott's going to play in that game, but Miles Sanders was removed from the injury list, so could be an opportunity for Miles Sanders to have a big day and if Hertz is not under center, could actually have an opportunity to score some goal line touchdowns for once as well. I'm Jeff Miller. This is the Fantasy Football Show on ESPN 1000 here till 9 o'clock. Taking your phone calls, 312-332-3776. Any fantasy football dilemma you have, fire it away next. The Fantasy Football Show is back with a guru of fantasy football, Jeff Meller. How's your lineup looking? It's not good. Dial us up at 312-332-ESPN. Like if I start him and then he doesn't play, I literally have nothing in the bank. I have no backup. That's 312-332-3776. This is the Fantasy Football Show on Chicago's home for sports, ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. Boom, 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 boom,
Welcome back to the Fantasy Football Show on ESPN 1000, presented as always by Twin Peaks, Eats, Drinks, Scenic Views. I'm Jeff Meller, hanging out with you until 9 a.m., taking your phone calls with all of your fantasy football dilemmas here on ESPN 1000. Let's uh, head on out to our main man, Mike, who is in Mount Prospect. Mikey, good morning. Happy Sunday to you, my friend. Hey, same to you, Jeff. I'm sitting in an embassy suite, so ready to go to my Detroit Lions game in Detroit. So, oh boy, that's uh, um, I don't know if uh, I don't know if you're. <laughs> well, listen. Sometimes you just yeah. keep the traditions going, Mike. I don't know if that's uh, uh, to, where man. I would I where I'd want to be, but. Um, but it'll be a football game at the very least. Yeah, that's true. The kids are excited. The grandkids they got here. Good, anyway, good. I got two quick ones of uh, PPR. Uh, but before I start, though, is Murray going to play for sure? Ky- um, Kyler Murray? Kyler Murray, yes, oh. yes. Yeah, oh, okay. I didn't even – you know what? You brought him up. I'm, thank you. But, um, yeah, no, uh, I didn't even – I had him actually on my list of injuries to maybe consider going. But I figured at this yeah. point most people might be aware. But good point worth bringing up. And because you brought it up, let me also mention that – so DeAndre Hopkins sounds like he's going to be a go as well, okay. but expected okay. expected to be much more limited today than his usual self. So um, if you're somebody who's on the fence about DeAndre Hopkins, you've got another option who's decent folks out there. I would strongly consider keeping Hopkins on the bench this week in this. Uh, it's pretty cold and windy in Chicago here today. Okay, my one grandson has uh, a quick question to Hopkins versus Ayuk. I think I'll yeah, go I'm, with Ayuk. I'm going Ayuk for sure on that okay, one. Okay, I, I agree. So my question is, I'm devastated. Matt lost McCaffrey and many other running backs. I've got, I've got Boston Scott, who I picked up. I didn't think Miles Sanders was going to play, and I've got mm-hmm. uh, Singletary. It's sad. Yeah, but I need one. Yeah, it's it's tough because I'll, it's you know I'm, I'm with you, Mike. I thought that Boston Scott was going to be in line for a pretty big week, but. He suffered an illness, you know, non-COVID related. He missed a lot of practice this week. And then all of a sudden, Miles Sanders, who's been dealing with an ankle injury on and off all year and did re-injure it in the previous game, all of a sudden he came off the injury report and he was practicing all week. So it looks like Miles Sanders is going to be the feature back. I would go with Singletary. But at this point, I think we know that the prospects for Devin Singletary having a big game are unlikely. You just kind of cross your fingers. We have to cross our fingers and hope that he – he gets into the end zone for one of those, you know, kind of to salvage the day. But, but the truth be told, Singletary versus Scott, I think uh, Singletary has got a, a better chance at, you know, 12 to 15 touches. Whereas Scott, with the way Sanders, with his illness this week, I don't know what we're going to see from Boston Scott. So yeah. I'd go Singletary, Mike. All right, Jeff. En- thank you. Enjoy that uh, Lions-Vikings game. Let's head on out to Bridgeport and say good morning to Tom. Tommy, you're on ESPN 1000. Morning, Jeff. How are you doing today? I need uh, Pretty well. 44. Two of these four, none PPR. Uh, T. Higgins, Jerry Judy, uh, Mooney, or Devontae Parker, which came back. Yeah, so um, I, I'm, I like that you, you were able to nab Parker or, even, or sit through it. Um, I'm definitely using Darnell Mooney. And then for me, listen, it's a little bit unknown with Parker right now. He's, But when he's out there, he really is, you know, he's been a focal point of the offense for the Lions, or for the Dolphins, I'm sorry. Um, but I would, I think I would use Parker slightly over Higgins at this point. I don't think you can trust Teddy Bridgewater to be an effective passer. Just doesn't, you know. Correct. Even though Judy, Judy's got a lot of talent, I just don't like that passing game. I think they want to run the ball and and uh, you know keep their defense as fresh as possible. So 
For me, I would go Mooney and Parker. I'm admitting, though, there's a little bit of an unknown with Parker. So if you Higgins might be a little bit of a safer play over Parker. But I'd go Mooney okay, and good. Parker, Tom. Thank you, man. Okay, good. Let's try uh, tr- try uh, Tony, who's out in Shorewood. Hey, Tony, you're on ESPN 1000. Hey, Jeff. Hey. Uh, good morning. Uh, half point uh, PPR. I need two of the four. So uh, flex wide receiver question. I have Ayuk, DK, Pittman, or Damian Harris. And you need two, huh? Boy, so this is crazy. It's it's so crazy. Uh, I like I'm I'm in the same position as you, Tony. I've got DK Metcalf in a couple of leagues, and in one, I just don't have any other viable options where I would I could even consider it. But there is a league where I've got multiple options, and I think at this point, I'm finally fed up and saying enough is enough. That Seattle offense is just so mess, messed up that um, I want to see Russell Wilson give me a full game. And you know, I, I, he rushed back from the injury on his finger. And even though he's made some really nice throws, there's been plenty of throws where he's not even close and in the ballpark. And I think that's probably a direct result of the finger injury. So even though he's out there, I, I don't think you can um, count on him from a, on a play-per-play basis until you see it for a full game. So for you, Tony, I would think I'm going to probably say, because the half-point PPR, it's not as much as a full point. I'm going to go with Damian Harris and Michael Pittman. Um, and I, I, I like Ayuk, but I'm just a little concerned about the offense without Debo today. So I would use Harris and Pittman, Tony. All right. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Yeah, it's, it's crazy that we're at this point. But, man, like the way that Seattle Seahawks offense is just not, not functioning, I don't know how you can continue to use DK Metcalf if you've got a decent option at all. Let's head on out to Displains and say hello to Joe. Hey, Joe. Hey, good morning. I have a PPR league, one point. I have three receivers that he won. Rondale Moore against Chicago, mm-hmm. Leveska Smelt against uh, the Rams, and Emmanuel Sanders against New England. Oh, boy, this one's tough. I think, you know, I, I'm, I'm intrigued by Rondale Moore, especially the way they used him uh, a couple weeks ago before their bye with a lot of just dump-off passes. But I don't know if that's something that, like, you know, is – definitely going to continue that might have been a product of colt lacoy too being under center you know what i'm saying so right that's what i was thinking too yeah so i I think joe i would use emmanuel sanders um and i want to see more one more week in the way they use him if you know before i just go ahead and lock him into the lineup especially now that kyler's back i want to see if that's something they're going to continue to do so um i would use emmanuel sanders joe over more this week all right thank you Thank you. Let's head on out to uh, regular Dave, who's in Elkhorn, Wisconsin. Dave, what's going on, my butt? Good man? morning. Good, good morning, Jeff. How are you? I'm good. Hey, I got a, a tight end question, PPR, uh, Friermuth or Moreau. And have you heard anything? I know I sent something to you last week about Ridley. Have you heard any new news since last week about Ridley? Yeah, I know. So, uh, yeah, yeah, I'll address that right here. So, the truth is that, you know, we know it's, um, it's, it's a mental health issue, and I do not expect the Falcons basically to tell us, to give us any update until if, if, if and when he's ready to return. So that, in my opinion, that could be at some point this year, 
But unfortunately, we're going to be in limbo until it's basically the week that he's going to return. That's my guess. I don't think the Falcons will make any announcement to say, hey, you know, when it's when it's a mental health issue, none of us know exactly what he's dealing with. And I, I don't think they it would be, you know, a good practice to put it out there that we expect him to be back a couple weeks down the road. It's just undue pressure, unneeded when we're dealing with a mental health issue. So I, it, when he's ready to come back, my guess is they'll tell us the week of and not any sooner. So it's going to be a situation where he may come back this year, he may not. And if you're somebody who's been dealing with it all year long and you just need the roster flexibility, I think it's understandable to go ahead and release him. But you, you just have to know he could come back at any time. He also could be out for the entire season. And I don't think there'll be any clarity about it. Um, as for your uh, tight end question, Fryermuth or Foster Moreau. So I think I would go ahead and use Pat Fryermuth. I've been, you know, you really got to, you know, I know the, the issue obviously is Ben Roethlisberger, who um, the reports are, had told teammates this past week that uh, this is going to be his last season. And I think we've all seen that firsthand. It, it basically has to be his last season because he cannot function at this point. But he's still finding a way to give Pat Fryermuth productive days. And so even though I like Foster Moreau as a pass catcher, I think Fryermuth's a pretty solid option. And um, he's somebody that Ben looks to in the red zone. So I would use, I would continue to use Pat Fryermuth, Dave. All right. Thanks, Jeff. Thank you. All right, Dave leaves the line open for you. 312-332-3776 if you want to jump in. Let's try Tom, who's in Romeoville. Tommy, you're on the Fantasy Football Show, my man. Hey, good morning, man. Uh, I got a flex question, full point PPR. I got Sony Michelle, James Robinson, Emmanuel Sanders, and Devondre, uh, oh, sorry, Devontae Parker. And real quick, Bucks or Dolphins defense? I know they got, both got pretty good matchups. So uh, I I would so I would definitely lean towards the Dolphins Dolphins defense. The Bucks always scare me a little bit because they can't they can't the, the secondary is just beat to hell. So you know the, the, even though the Falcons are an enticing matchup, I think the Falcons might be able to move the ball through the air and get some garbage points on their defense. So I would definitely use the Dolphins defense today, Tom. Cool. And then right. for your question, so it looks like you know as long as uh, Daryl Henderson is out, Sony Michelle lock him in. He is a no doubter. And uh, I think I would use Devontae Parker ever so slightly over Emmanuel Sanders. I just, um, you know, when he's out there, like I said earlier, I think he is a focal point of their passing game. And Tua's been looking pretty good. I guess there's a little bit of concern that, you know, at this point, Tua and Jalen Waddell have kind of established their connection. Mm -hmm. But I think there should be plenty of uh, opportunities for Parker as well in their passing game. So I would use Parker and Michelle. And if for some reason Daryl Henderson is active and you want to go ahead and use James Robinson instead of Michelle because they're in the same game, that'll give you the fallback option, Tom. What? I'm sorry. I I just need one of those four for a flex. Oh, you only need one. So, okay. So I'm definitely using Michelle then. And okay, cool. if, if, if for some reason you find out that Daryl Henderson is active, which it, it doesn't sound like we're trending in the wrong direction for him. But again, mm-hmm. that's a three o'clock game. So I would definitely use Michelle if Daryl Henderson is not active. And then if for some reason Henderson is, you can go ahead and plug in James Robinson, assuming he's active because he's also right. going to be a game time decision. But I would use Michelle, Tom. Awesome. Thanks, man. All right. Take care. 312-332-3776. If you'd like to participate, you have yourself a must-win fantasy football matchup. That's what we're here for. This is the Fantasy Football Show. I'm Jeff Meller. Every Sunday from 8 to 9 a.m. Is your tight end in or out? Don't answer that. Is your backfield in good shape? Uh, never mind. 
Welcome back to ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. It's the Fantasy Football Show with Jeff Meller. If you've got a fantasy football quandary that you need us to work through, that's what we're here for on Sunday mornings from 8 to 9 a.m. I am Jeff Meller, hanging out with you until 9, and then uh, back again at 10 a.m. with the Points Bet Sportsbook pregame show with Dion Miller. We'll do that at 10, get you set for the Bears and Cardinals. But right now, your fantasy football questions. Let's head on out to Humboldt Park. Say good morning to Josh. Hey, Josh. You're on the Fantasy Football Show. What's up, my man? Hey, good morning, Jeff. How you doing, man? Pretty well. How about you? I'm doing well. We're right here with a bunch of tough decisions. I need your help. Okay. What do you got? I, I got full-point PPR. I got at quarterback. I got, I'm got. i stuck between Herbert and Josh Allen. And that receiver, I'm kind of loaded. I got Tyreek Hill, DeAndre Hopkins, Hollywood Brown, and Darnell Mooney. And you need to bench one of those receivers? Yeah. Yeah, so I, I would keep Hopkins on the bench just because of the hammy. Um, again, he's expected to play, but I believe Schefter put out the report that uh, certainly. report. Yeah, so uh, I would be concerned that you know Hopkins is not uh, not going to be his regular self out there today. And then in terms of your, like I'm still using. I know it's a tough matchup against the Patriots, but Josh Allen with his running ability usually can save you and give you at the very least. Uh, a productive day um, for the most part. I feel pretty safe with him. Justin Herbert, look, you know, the talent is undeniable, but I don't know if it's a product of Joe Lombardi's offense being a little too conservative. You know, he's got Justin Herbert, you know, the, the, uh, his uh, average pass down field is, is not, not great when you, when you uh, put it up against the rest of the folks in the league. He's just too good a player. Um, unfortunately, I just don't know what you're going to get from week to week with him, and I think it's a product of Joe Lombardi's offense. So when you're choosing between Herbert, who's a very good option, and Josh Allen, I'm sorry, I'm going to roll with Josh Allen, even against a, a tough Patriots defense. Um, I, I think Josh Allen's running ability uh, makes it where you have to kind of keep him in the lineup. So that's who I would uh, use there, Josh. Okay, and last one, I got Hilaria Flex. What do you think I should just leave him there? I'm sorry, who was that? Hilaire, Kansas City, or, running back. Or who? Or who? Uh, really, just a Stevenson or Beasley. Yeah, I think you uh, – thanks for the call, Josh. I'll use Edwards Hilaire at that point. It's, uh, you know, the rest of the options aren't really anything that makes me uh, too interested. Let's go on out to TJ, who's on the south side. Deej, what's going on, buddy? How you doing? Morning, guys. All right, here we go. I'm starting Dawson Knox. I got Tyreek Hill back. So that puts either my flex question now is now Higgins goes to flex with Fairmuth, Higby, or Matt Breida. So you need one of those guys, boy. This is one you know, of those guys for my flex. Yeah, that's uh that's uh boy, I think I think I would use T Higgins um ever so slightly over Frymuth. I mean Breda looked interesting, but of course Singletary's still there and we know that they rarely Run the ball with their running backs near the goal line, so Freedom's gonna have. Matt yeah, it's just like, me, yes. Yeah, like like I'm intrigued. I'm glad he's on your roster, TJ. But it's not like Devin Singletary is going away. In fact, I think he's probably gonna still see more touches. 
So at that point, you know, I think you're betting on the guy who's going to who's going to have better chances. And at that point, for me, it's going to be Higgins versus Fryermuth. And you know, I just think Higgins in That's that, what in I that did last week. In that in that I Bengals offense. Yeah, in the Bengals' offense, I, I like I like Higgins ever so slightly over Fryermuth. All right, what about Damian Harris mixed up with Matt Breida? So I'm starting no, Damian I'm, Harris. Yeah, I'm still using Harris at this point. Uh, right. I know you know it's frustrating because Stevenson clearly is you know yeah. a one A. It's a one one A situation, but you still got to keep using Harris. I think at this point. Thanks for the call, DJ. Appreciate it all as always. Let's try Kevin, who's in Bronzeville today. Hey, Kev, what's going on? Jeff, what's going on, my guy? Got a quick question. Uh, I need Tua or Wentz, and do you think I should, um, in my flex, do you think I should roll with Deontay Johnson or should I throw Michael Pittman or uh, Devontae Smith in there? All right, so I would suggest, uh, boy, I'm still going to use Carson Wentz over Tua. And, you know, I know the concern is obviously that you know, they, they, against Houston, you know, they could get up big and they could rely heavily on Jonathan Taylor, not need Carson Wentz. But um, I'm still I'm still a little partial to Carson Wentz over Tua. Don't completely trust Tua yet in fantasy uh, purposes. Then of your receivers, who you said, Devontae Smith, and who else did you have? Devontae Smith, Deontay Johnson, or Pittman for my flicks. Yeah, I'm going to go Johnson one, um, Pittman two. Okay. So, okay, so yeah. Let me just bounce this. I, I, I feel you with, with Wentz, you know. And like you said, sure. that's my concern with Taylor. And Tua kind of the same concern, you know. The the Dolphins can blow the Giants out. But the fact that Tua runs doesn't make a difference to you? I mean, you know, it, it's not like Carson Wentz never runs. I, Tua doesn't run enough at this point for me okay. to, to, like, be convinced. Like, like, he's not like Josh Allen. Like, I know Josh mm-hmm. Allen every single week is going to give me, like, 50 yards. And there's a possibility of a couple touchdowns on the table. Tua, not as much yet. I still need to see a little more from him before I'm ready to say, yeah, this is something I can consistently count on. So, okay. um, yeah, I, 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 like he runs a little bit, which is nice, but I don't think you can, you know, count say on for sure that it's, it's there every week like it is for someone like Josh Allen or Lamar or, or Jalen Hurts. You know what I mean? He's not in that class just yet. No, I feel you, man. It's been racking my brain. I appreciate it. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Kevin. Appreciate it, my man. Let's try Scott. Who's in Maryville? Hey, Scott, what's going on? Hey, how you doing? Thanks for taking my call. Um, I got two questions here. One's a defensive one. I've got Miami uh, right now slotted in, but on my bench, I actually have Arizona, and they're projected more, but I feel like Miami is going to do better. The second question is the same kind of a situation. I have Rashad Bateman. I have him in as a uh, wide receiver, but on my bench, projected to do more is Devontae Parker. So those are my two questions. So, um, yeah, like, I'm not, like, oh, and it's a I, PP, I'm so, it's a PPR too. And sure. I, yeah. Question. Thank you. Yeah. So I, I still, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to use Parker over Bateman. Um, I like, I like Devontae Parker quite a bit. And I think when he's out on the okay. field, he's, he's a productive player. So I would use Parker and then I would go ahead and use the uh, Dolph, Dolphins defense right now. I'm picking, I'm picking on Mike Lennon at this point. Like, like I know I, you know, in Chicago, we're That's not, what I like too. We're not infatuated with Andy Dalton, but I'll be honest. Like, I, I, I never – don't even – the projections, I, I ignore them almost completely. Like, they're just – for me, they're, they're almost useless. Like, they, they don't really provide anything. Like, it's – And I'm like – not to cut you off, but I'm like you too. I feel like the Giants aren't going to do jack today. I feel like it's all Miami, so 
Yeah, no, the, 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 like, listen, I don't love Danny Dalton, but he's he's certainly more serviceable than Mike Lennon at this point. And the way the Giants offense has looked as of late, there's there's no reason not to pick on them. So I'm definitely going to go ahead and do that. And that's actually one of my tricks. Thanks for the call. I always do kind of scout around and look for quarterback matchups that I can take advantage of because that's, I think, the biggest or the clearest path, at least in terms of what you can predict for a fantasy defense, assuming that we're not talking about some weird scoring. Like if you're just looking for, okay, how's my fantasy, how's my defense going to score points for me in fantasy football? You're, you need someone who can create turnovers, whether it's forced fumbles and, you know, potentially, you know, uh, pick sixes. And that's, you're picking on bad quarterback play. That's what I do time and time again, whenever possible. So that's exactly what I would do in that Dolphins game against the Giants today. Let's uh, try, let's sneak one more in here before we break. Let's try Jason, who's an Addison. He's got a running back dilemma. Hey, Jason, what's going on? Good morning. Hey, uh, I have a flex uh, dilemma where I'm either Miles Sanders or Shoney Michelle on my flex. So this one is a little tricky only because we, we can't officially say that Daryl Henderson is out yet. He's going to be the game-time decision. That's a 3 o'clock game. Miles Sanders is in the noon game. So you kind of have to go go in blind here. But I do think even the way it's – it's looking right now. Even if Daryl, even if Daryl Henderson does play a little bit, you know, it doesn't sound like he's he's feeling great. Where he's not going to be their featured back. So, I don't expect Daryl Henderson to play today. But in the in the in the event that he does, I still think that Sony Michelle will be the guy who sees more touches. And so, because of that, um, I, I would take the chance on Sony Michelle here because even if Henderson plays, Michelle's probably looking at fifteen touches. And if Henderson does not play, there's a chance Sony Michelle could get, could, could be getting like 20, 25 carries today. So I would uh, go with Sony Michelle here. Would you also bench Hopkins for Jerry Judy? Ooh, that one's tougher because I like I mentioned earlier, I just I don't love uh, Teddy Bridgewater, but you know, based on what we're reading with uh, you know DeAndre Hopkins potentially being limited, and the fact that I have the benefit of being in Chicago, having been outside this morning. The wind, the cold, dealing with a hamstring injury, thats those are bad elements. So, yeah, I think I probably wouldn't use Jerry Judy over DeAndre Hopkins today. Thank All right, thank much. you. No problem. Thanks for the call. Do appreciate it. All right, one more segment to go with you, 312-332-3776. You can also hit me up on Twitter. I'm at Jeff underscore Meller, M-E-L-L-E-R. This is the Fantasy Football Show presented by Twin Peaks. The Fantasy Football Show is back with a guru of fantasy football, Jeff Meller. He's listed as questionable. Questionable. What does that mean? No one knows what that means. Dial us up at 312-332-ESPN. I mean, they know if they're playing. They know. They should tell us. That's 312-332-3776. This is The Fantasy Football Show on Chicago's home for sports, ESPN 1000 and 100.3 HD2. Hanging with you for 10 more minutes here on ESPN 1000 till 9 a.m. Do it every Sunday morning during the football season at 8 to 9 a.m. Make sure that uh, you make it your habit every Sunday morning. Brew that cup of coffee, that pot of coffee. Wake up with me. We'll help you set your fantasy football lineup on the Fantasy Football Show. I'm Jeff Meller on Twitter at Jeff underscore Meller. That's M-E-L-L-E-R. Let's head on out to Keith, who's on the tollway. Keith looks like he has a tight end 
question. Hey, Keith. Yes, sir. Uh, Knox or Hawkinson? I've been using Knox lately, but they're playing New England today, so I'm not sure. Yeah, um, I, I I feel you there. I think I would use Hawkins. Is it is it a PPR or is it a? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, in, in the PPR, I feel a little bit better about TJ Hawkinson. Of course, the possibility for Knox scoring a touchdown is there, but you, I think you just laid it out against New England. Uh, even though I like, I'm still using Josh Allen in most leagues. Uh, you know, I still think they're going to score less than we normally expect from Buffalo. So I think uh, TJ Hawkinson in the PPR format is the play. Perfect. I appreciate it. No problem. Let's try Ron, who's out in Schaumburg. Ron, what's going on, man? Morning, Jeff. How are you doing today? Pretty well, pretty well. uh, How about you? Good, thank you. I got standard league. um, Wide receiver question for my flex. I have four. I need one. Chase Claypool, Mm -hmm. Christian Kirk, Elijah Moore, or Kendrick Borg. Born. Yep, yep. Um, you know, it's I, I, I like I like what I've seen from Kendrick Bourne, but uh, I, I don't think I could advise him just yet. I'm I'm intrigued though. I'm not going to lie, Ron. Uh, I, I've been messing around and tinkering with the idea of using him in a couple of my lineups this week. But of your guys, I think I would use Claypool and Kirk. Uh, feel pretty good about those two over. Bourne I just need this one. Week. Oh, you only need, need one. one. All right. So I would go with Christian Kirk then. Um, I think, as we've kind of noted with Hopkins today, uh, I, I, I like Christian Kirk in the Arizona with Kyler Murray back with the Arizona offense against the Bears. Yeah, the other kind one, of the other, flex, the other flex that I really needed was uh, Hunter Renfro, and I already was planning on putting him in. And it's uh, is it PPR or standard? No, standard, standard. See, I have to admit, I think I would use Claypool and Kirk over Renfro personally. Washington's defense has been pretty good the last three or four weeks, um, even without Chase Young. So, uh, you know, I, I even though it looks like a good matchup on paper, I know their pass defense has been bad for the season. They've been pretty good the last few weeks, so I don't know if uh, I love the idea of using Hunter Renfro. Okay, but, well, I'll take your advice. Thank you. All right. Uh, good, good luck, talk Ron. I hopefully, hopefully I didn't just talk you out of a win. Let's try Jay who's in Edison. What's going on, Jay? Is it uh, Addison or Edison Park? Where are you at, Jay? Addison, Addison. Addison. What's going on, Jay? How you doing, buddy? Uh, Doing good. How are you doing this morning? Pretty, pretty good. How about you? Awesome. Good. So I've got Cup, Evans, Thielen, in at receiver. I've got Knox in at tight end. I'm looking for a flex. i got Tim Patrick, Mike Gusecki, or Jamison Crowder. So of those guys, I think I would go with Gusecki. Um, you know, he, he, he at times has been a pretty big uh, player for PPR formats. So I think I would use Gasecki Patrick, I just don't know what I'm getting from a week-to-week basis out of that yeah. Denver passing game. I think it's just too hit or miss for him. So I think I would use Gasecki and I'll be honest. Like, I know Crowder is better in PPR, but, like, come on. Like, at this point, the Jets, you know, yeah. If you can stay away from man. Yeah, yeah. If you can stay away from him, you just feel better about yourself. You know, you don't feel like you have to take a shower at the end of the day. Yeah, right on. Thank you very much. All right. Thank you, Jay. Appreciate the phone call. Let's try Dan, who's in Arlington Heights. Hey, Dan, what do you got? Hey, Jeff. So with uh, Henderson being out, I've had to, to plug in Freeman, and, and now I've kind of got this flex quandary. I don't know if I go Zach Ertz or Devonta Freeman. And, you know, Hertz's injury has me really concerned about Freeman. Uh, wait, wait, is it Devontae Smith or Devontae Yeah, sorry, Devonta, Devonta Smith. I've had to plug yeah, in. Yeah. i got two Devontas. 
So, Henderson, <laughs> okay. yeah, I know. Okay, so, so, uh, so you... Devonta Smith or... Yes, uh, or Earth. Or or so, uh, you know what? Here's the thing, Dan. I think Gardner Minshew under center actually is uh, beneficial to Devontae Smith in the passing game. I think, look, Minshew, he's not great, but he's he's a productive passer. I think he's more effective as a passer than what Jalen Hurts, what I've seen from him this season. So I think Devontae Smith, actually, I'm a little bit more bullish on him today than I am most weeks because of who, who I expect to throw him the football today. Now, of course, Jalen Hurts has not been officially ruled out, but I, you know, we're expecting Jalen Hurts probably not to start today. So if that's the word, I would use Javon, uh, Devontae Smith. Now, if we find out that Hurts is going to tough it out and he's going to be out there, in that case, then I would use Zach Hurts. So right. we should know the we should we should know the inactives around ten thirty, okay? But uh, right. my choice would be Devontae Smith, assuming Minshew's under center. All right, appreciate it. All right, no problem, Dan. Thank you for the call. Let's try Al, who's in Woodridge. Hey, Al, you're on the Fantasy Football Show. Hey, Jeff, how you doing? Doing well. Yeah, uh, I got a running back question. Full PPR mm-hmm. league. Okay. The William the Williams brothers, Javante Williams. Or let's see, the one in Denver and the one Jamal in Detroit. Detroit. Jamal, yep. and, Jamal and Javante, and then I've got David Montgomery. So and I Javante, might have an option. I might have an option to pick up Stony Michelle. All right, so Javante Williams for me, lock him in for sure. I, I yeah. definitely want to start him tonight. Now that Melvin Gordon is out, um, and then I would use Montgomery over Jamal Williams. The question is. Would I use Michelle over Montgomery? And I think I would. I would if, again, like you have to make the decision. Um, I'll admit, you know, like I said, I've been talking about all throughout the show today. Daryl Henderson, if he's active, kind of eats right. into Sony Michelle just a little bit. But I don't think, based on everything I've read, that Daryl Henderson is going to play today. So I think I would rather wait it out and use Sony Michelle over David Montgomery. And so I would go with Javante Williams and Sony Michelle. All right. Appreciate it. Thanks. All right. Thank you, Al. All right, folks, that does it for me on the Fantasy Football Show. Thank you for joining me, as always. Quickly wrapping it up, though, I'll do a fast and furious. Julian, I would use uh, Henfro over DeAndre Hopkins today. Eddie on the west side wanted to know Kittle, Mooney, or Ertz. He needed two. I'm going to go with Kittle and Mooney in that situation. Pat in Arlington Heights had Goddard or Zach Ertz. I'm going to go ahead and use Goddard if Minshew's the quarterback, Ertz if it's Hertz. And then uh, Jerry is in Darien. She wanted to know... Wilson, Edwards-Alaire, or Drake. I think I would use Edwards-Alaire in that situation, Jerry. All right, the Fantasy Football Show every Sunday from 8 to 9 a.m. Thanks for listening, folks. As always, presented by Twin Peaks. Thanks to my main man, Tyler Aki. Talk to you in an hour.